Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by one of my new favorite uh, acts. He is a uh, pop solo artist, songwriter, producer, and the very first guest that I have ever had on any of my shows from Australia. Please welcome. Yeah, please welcome the absolutely fantastic, incredible, just absolutely brilliantly talented product. Hello. Hey, Greg, how are you going? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, so, super so, so tell me, what's the worst question you've ever been asked in an interview? I think, honestly, sometimes people can get like super personal in the wrong way and they're just like curious. But I think the worst one has been like top or bottom. And I oh, sort of, no. I, I sort of sat there and thought, do I, do I answer this? Like, <laughs> is this happening right now? But um, yeah, I guess people just get get curious does make things a bit awkward that's that's a terrible question at least like (laughs) at least come up with like a clever way to ask don't just like flat out that's the thing like have a good story behind it or a good segue or something like where i don't expect it but (laughs) yeah i don't i don't mm -mm. um who is an artist living or dead uh, that you would just give anything to collaborate with i would give anything to collaborate with sophie uh she's had such an incredible impact on my music and my sound and sort of even just finding the community of um of friends and and collaborators that i have now so um yeah it, it was really hard when she passed away and I always, I sort of felt like I was moving towards working with her one day. So, um, but such is life and she's left a huge impact on us all in such a positive way. And um, yeah, I guess if I had a time machine, it would be Sophie for sure. Excellent answer. I like that. Describe your latest project using only one word. 
this one's really hard <laughs> and maybe a cop out. I was going to, I'm going to say paradise because maybe it's okay. like an alternate, um, you know, word for the project. The project's called heaven. So um, I really wanted to focus on sounds that, that sounded super summery and, and just warm. So paradise, I would say. I like that. I like that. It's a good word. And Hey, I'll allow a cop out. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I need a couple free passes. Phone a friend or something. Absolutely. What artist um, would you drop everything to go on tour with if they asked you right now? There are honestly so many. (laughs) I would say Uffy first and foremost, because Uffy got me into making music. I had a friend in primary school that burnt me like a mixtape for my, I think my 11th birthday or something. And it had um, an Uffy song on there. So definitely Uffy. Um, I, I really respect her a lot. Nice. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? I would change... I would like artists to be trusted more, um, particularly by major labels and big corporations. Um, but, but I think, I think first and foremost, I'd like songwriters to just be paid what paid their due. I like that. That would be That's, great. <laughs> yeah. What's what's a venue that uh, that you'd give anything to play? Mine would be Madison Square Garden. Oh, nice. Hands down. I've just, um, yeah, like really a lot of the artists that I looked up to growing growing up, I remember their tours when they would perform at MSG. So I think, yeah, that would be a big one for me. I feel like that's every everybody that I've talked to that's that's kind of the the pinnacle. They're like, if if I play if I play the gardens, I've made it, and that's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. What's your worst habit uh, when you're writing a song? I'm really indecisive. Um, not Actually, not always, but I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I tend to change things a million times. I'm actually working on something at the moment. And I think I've sent, like my best friend, maybe six different versions just today. And I keep, <laughs> I keep texting and going, I swear this is the last one. I swear I just tweaked this and... I can't let things go. So sometimes I need to learn to just know when to, to walk away. Nice. What's a song that you wish you wrote? I wish I wrote Heavy Metal Lover by Lady Gaga because I just really, I love the melody so much and, um, and the chorus is super catchy. I love... Um, I love the production. I love everything. Born This Way was like such a great album. I think we all love Born This Way. But um, yeah, that's probably my favorite song from the album too. I like that. That's a fantastic song. Describe. (laughs) I try. I try sometimes. Um, I, I also have shit taste in music too. So it's, it's, it's not all, it's not all great. There's, <laughs> There's you some gotta have a, a good eclectic mix, you know. Keep everyone on their toes. I like a library where I can just like hit shuffle and not know sort of what to expect next. So I sort of listen to a jumble of different things. So nice. I reckon we'd be on on par. Yes. 
Uh, describe your perfect day. My perfect day involves, okay, so my perfect, like, ideal temperature is, like, 26 degrees Celsius because we're in Celsius over here. Um, but, yeah, just super sunny, nice and well, I probably wander down to the beach with my dog and with my boyfriend and just, like, chill, maybe write some songs in the afternoon, but just really laid back. I don't like crazy hectic schedules all the time. I like time to relax. So nice. nice. Uh, what is a song lyric yours or someone else's that's always stuck with you? I, I'm going to go back to, <laughs> I'm going to cop out again, but no, I really want to go back to heavy metal lover because I love the lyric. Um, you know, when she says, I could be your girl, but would you love me if I ruled the world? And I sort of, I always thought that was interesting because I think it can be hard sometimes when you are creative, especially as an independent artist, and you have this, like, this fire in you, this ambition, this unwavering belief in what you're doing that other people don't always understand it. So it can be hard to find, like, your friend groups and um, or just people that, that can help you through that. So I used to struggle with that a lot. And, and that lyric I always took very personally because um, it took me a long time to sort of find my group. But now that I have, you know, good people around me, I really value that. So I love that line. I like that. That's a, that's a fantastic lyric also. What's your favorite cuss word? Fuck. One hundred percent. I mean, I just had to go for the the main one. <laughs> That's it's it's a and heavy I favorite. Use it too frequently. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes up a little too often. I I feel that I use it like a comma. Like it's just same. I know. I need like lessons. To, I need to unlearn that. It's yeah, terrible habit. I had had a guest on a previous episode who said that um when she's around kids uh she swaps out cuss words for like different cheeses oh that's a great idea actually yeah so i was like next next time i'm around like my nieces and nephews i'm gonna try that and see see how it works for for sure that's a really good idea i don't think i know enough cheese names i need to like go and study yeah. a little bit <laughs> i need to I need to browse the cheese section of the supermarket and just take yeah. notes. So that's a lot cuter, though. I like that. What's your favorite Beyonce song? These are really hard questions. I, this <laughs> changes every day. Um, I'm not going to lie. Today, it's probably Virgo's Groove. Nice. From Renaissance. I just really, I love the way her voice sounds in that song. I love the production. It just makes you feel like, yeah, gets me ready to go about the day. And oh, I literally, I, it's been so hard to pick a favorite Beyonce song out of, I think, any other artist you could have asked on the whole globe. But yeah, she's amazing. I, I feel that. I, um, <laughs> I haven't listened to anything but Renaissance. Like since with, it came out, yeah. Like with the exception of like artist clips for for this show, it's like right. It's, it's been Renaissance, and yeah, absolutely. 
I think there has to be like a pill for that, like a vaccine or something. Like I can't, it's, it's, I can't stop hitting replay. But um, I think she just moves through so many different sounds on the album as well. It never seems to get old, which I love. It's like timeless. What is something that people would be surprised that you own? I don't know that I own anything too shocking, but I would probably say a PlayStation because I just don't really talk about that sort of side of things very often, but I do love to play video games. I don't make time much too. Like I have time, but I choose to spend a lot of time working on music because I love it. So um, when I'm not doing that, it's definitely a good old video game every now and then. Nice. If there was a musical Mount Rushmore, who would be on it? There are so many people that could make this list. For me, my top four would probably be Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. Correct. Nina Simone. Correct. Had a huge influence on me growing up musically my dad would play her all the time around the house and aretha franklin was another big one that is the correct answer um well done (laughs) (laughs) thank you good good. i'm glad i got that right using only colors describe your music so i don't know i've often thought about like what is it synesthesia that people have and I don't think I have that to the fullest extent but I do see things when I write music and often it's like it's like pink yellow and blue so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with pink yellow and blue and just like the color of you know when it's just sort of the sun's just gone down on the horizon and the sky turns pink like I often sit writing songs watching the sunset so I think that just kind of seeps into my brain when I'm writing I like that that's fantastic you are the lead singer of like a super group who are the other members This is so (laughs) challenging. I I could go with anyone, really, couldn't I? I, I'm going to be selfish here and pick um, a couple of my friends just because I think they're super talented. But I would love to have a super group with um, Just Shy, who's from Melbourne, practically a neighbour here in Australia. Um, I really love Vardan Aurora. Um, I think we'd make a, a great team and also tiptoe. She's, she's really, really cool. So nice. Um, I think, I think we'd have a pretty cool group. I don't know about the choreography though. <laughs> I suppose we'd have to audition everyone. Cause I don't know who's a dancer. I'm definitely not. So <laughs> neither am I. So don't feel bad. So you, you've been given the keys to the kingdom, so to speak. Um, and the music industry gods have said product. You are allowed to cover one song from any artist's catalog. Price is no option. What song do you pick? I 
See, now you've got me rethinking this (laughs) because I did think about it earlier, but I know it would probably be Tequila In My Blood by Sizzy Rocket. I really love that song. I love singing along to it in the shower and shamelessly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think think if I ever actually put out a cover, it would be that song. Nice. What's a song that you've written um, that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? I think I'd have to go with Tired of the Boys which is the big one, love that. Um, um, I just think it's really fun. And I think it's got a bit of sass in it. It's got a good, it's got a good beat. It's, um, yeah, I could sort of hear it in an episode of something funky, like some teen, teenage sort of drama on Netflix. Yes. I don't know, manifesting, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if, if anybody <laughs> from, from Netflix happens to uh, catch this episode, uh, yeah. Call, please, call my uh, friend. Write him a check. <laughs> so this next question is uh, kind of a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Um, I have three of the most cliched questions that uh, musicians get asked in interviews, and I will let mm. you pick one to answer. Your choices <laughs> are. Who are your influences? What got you started in music? Or what is your creative process like? I I would go with what got what got me started in music. And because I think it's 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 not always so straightforward for people. Um, and I guess growing up I was really good at music in school and I paid attention in class we had a lot of kids that just did you know they took the mickey out of the teacher because it was a creative subject and they felt like they didn't really need to apply themselves but I was really interested in it and um and I had a good ear um for music growing up but funny enough I wanted to teach English in Japan so I never wanted to be a producer or sing or whatever else I just knew I enjoyed it and um I ended up getting into an arts college and studying music really closely in classical music. And, um, and I, I still, I graduated not wanting to go into music. Um, and then it was just experimentation. I sort of came into it accidentally. Um, and I started producing songs like instrumentals. I taught myself how to produce through like just watching YouTube tutorials and reading blogs. Um, and just endlessly researching what, like, my favourite artists, um, how, how they sort of started out um, and, and looking into that. So um, it's not always something that you just right away know that you want to jump into and do, and it is hard to, 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 to really push it out there and get your music heard by people. But, um, yeah, I think anyone who can write a great song has that fire in them. They, they know they have to write to sort of express certain things. Um, and I think that if you if you feel that you have to write music to sort of have that outlet, then that's a sign that you should stick to it, stick with it, you know, and really persevere. So that's kind of what got me started. I think um, my family always had music playing around the house growing up. So I think it was just kind of fate in a way. 
That's a fantastic story. I love that. Cheers. Thank you. What is your strangest pre-show ritual? Ooh, I like to have fun. So I can't have, like, I need to get myself in the right sort of mood because I really enjoy um, being alone. I really enjoy the quiet. Um, So for me to get up in front of a bunch of people to perform, I really enjoy it but I have to get that energy level there. So I guess uh, it's a lot of like dancing while I'm getting ready. It's usually like I have to have a bath to come. I love having a bath to just like calm the muscles, calm the nerves, like just chill out a little bit. Um, and then I just like blast music for like two hours while I get ready. And uh, yeah, I think if you have people around you as well that can like have a bit of a dance party in the kitchen, while you're uh, getting ready or in the bathroom while you're getting ready it it definitely helps take the edge off nice bit of bit of hard-hitting journalism here um do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer Ooh, i consider myself an artist over entertainer I don't um I haven't done too many live performances but when I have I have I've enjoyed it but I think I'm still very much at the start of my like entertainer journey so um I'm much more confident like writing and producing songs in a studio um and performing for me is like the ultimate goal but it hasn't been like the reality so far so I, I don't know if that answers your question but um yeah I think I think uh I think definitely an artist because I just enjoy like the craft of of putting a song together that's a fantastic answer well done thank you um how many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning several many all of them (laughs) like it depends one on a good or like a very good day. So if I if I have somewhere to be and I hear that alarm go off and I know that's my last alarm, I'm pretty good at pushing myself out of bed. Um, but normally I like to <laughs> I like to leave like too much time to get ready. Like I'm the guy that sets an alarm two hours ahead of time so that I can I have like an hour of space just for snoozing right because you want you want to leave enough like where you can snooze at eight times and it's not going to matter that's very me nice what's the biggest misconception about musicians Ooh, um I think I think it can quite often be this misconceived or like this preconceived notion that like musicians aren't approachable or like or or shouldn't be accessible or or just aren't friendly or don't want to work with like they they just want to be left alone I think sometimes like I found coming into the industry like a lot of my collaborators we all have this shared kind of collective loneliness quite often and probably like more frequently than it should happen because the the thing about doing music is it exposes you to so many different groups of people. Um, So you're constantly meeting new people, but I think we sort of get trapped in this like 
everyone's trying to present like the best of themselves on social media. And so I think, and, and also you want to, you want to come off confident and, um, and, and like, you know, you want to really stand behind yourself as an artist and stand behind your work. And I think that confidence can sometimes be a little intimidating to where people don't feel like they can't reach out to you and can't just say hello or, or just send a friendly message and, um, or that you don't want to make new friends. You know what I mean? So I, I wish people would just reach out more and, and not second guess that. I, I definitely, I definitely feel that it's, it's, it's why when I'm booking for this show, I prefer to send emails that way. Like the no is not to my face or like on the phone. Right. That way, that yeah, way, if somebody says a... no, I can be like, okay, no problem. I can delete that email. It never happened. Whatever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And kind regards. Thank you kindly. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for getting back to me. Bye now. Yeah, that's it. What moment in your career are you most proud of? Do you know it's funny because like as product, I've only I've only been product for two years, but I've been doing music for a long time under different names and I just kind of hadn't found my sound until this project. Um, so I, I feel like so much has happened that people don't necessarily know about now. Um, that has brought me to this point. I'd say as product, it was probably when I remixed, um, I, I did a, comp, a remix competition for Kuchka um, and Metapop. Um, and it was for her song, No Good For Me. And um, I got the runner up prize there. So they were really, they were super generous. And like I'd Native Instruments um, awarded me like, I think it was like $20,000 worth of just software instruments to work, to keep producing with. Um, and Kuchka's been like super duper sweet. Like she keeps tabs on social media and she'll, she'll send little cute little messages of encouragement and I'll send them to her. And, um, I re like, I was a fan of hers before I did the remix. And I think my brother introduced me when I was like in high school to some of her music. So it just feels like one of those really cool full circle moments. And it's also really cool to be you know, when you meet someone that you really look up to and they're, they're actually super supportive of what you do as well. So I'm very, like, very grateful for that. Nice. What is the first song that you remember hearing? The first one I remember, like, making an impact was probably um, If You Have My Love by J-Lo. Nice. And it was the first single that I ever, it was the first like CD, like hard copy of a song that I ever owned. I remember my, I think my mum bought me the single where back when we used to still buy like singles on CDs uh, for Christmas and I played it on repeat. I loved it. <laughs> I, I vividly remember when that came out. Yeah. Yeah, it was huge. I don't know why such an impact on me because I was so if you could start your career over from the moment that you decided to pursue music would you do anything differently I would have a lot more confidence I think I think I would just uh, I've I've learned now sort of my process and and what works and what doesn't and and when to take a break, um, 
So I used to get really frustrated when I'd have, you know, writing blocks and things like that. Now I kind of know the time that it takes um, to circle back around to the good ideas and and what how to how to work through that. So I think just like having confidence because I used to doubt myself a bit too much. Nice. What keeps you up at night? The dog next door. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, honestly, I'm a chronic like where I I just worry about time. So it'll be something stupid. Like I, if it takes me too long to fall asleep, fall asleep, I'll be counting the hours until my alarm goes off and wondering like, okay, so if I fall asleep within the next 30 minutes, then I'm going to get this much sleep. And then tomorrow I've got to get up at, so it's always about something that's happening in the future and completely irrational. You can guarantee <laughs> it every, every time. Would, would you ever try acting full time? I sure would. I don't know if I'd be any good at it, but funny enough, I actually wanted to act before music. That was another like dream of mine before music. Um, And I wanted to get into this school for acting, this arts college. And my mum didn't think you could get in if you didn't have experience. Um, So I tried out for music. So, you know, it kind of all worked out as it was meant to work out funny enough but um my cousin actually tried out for the drama program and hadn't had any experience and got in so I found out and I was kind of like mom I could have been an actor but I guess it worked out (laughs) well I mean you can always you can always circle back that's it that's it and that's the cool thing about music is like you have music videos as well so you can sort of try your hand there so tell me, uh, what are you what are you working on right now? I'm working on. I've got two EPs coming, and they're sort of dropping back to back. So I'm doing Heaven and Hell, and um, there's going to be 16 tracks total. So what like Heaven is coming first, and it's very like summery and warm as you'd expect it to be, and then Hell is more of it's quite funky too, like lots of guitars and things. And then hell is like the, the, the techno side, like the electronic sort of songs. So yeah, very pumped for people to hear that. That sounds exciting. Um, do you have uh, release dates picked out yet or we still, still early in it? Still not going to say date, but death, but probably December, probably December. Yes. Um, and then, so what's what's next for you what are you what are you cooking up for the future after the i'm APs? feeling ready yeah yeah i'm feeling ready to like to make an album so these were kind of going to be an album but i couldn't decide on a sound so i had this electronic thing happening and i had this funky thing happening and i sort of thought um when i looked at the songs i sort of thought heaven and hell was a really good way to sort of um you know, put them all together, but have them still be a separate thing and tell the same story. So um, that's that's why how that became that. But yeah, I'm really, I'm actually writing already for an album. So I'm keen to do that. And I'm still doing like remixes and things between, so for other people, so. Right on. So tell the folks uh, listening at home and all over the world uh, where they can find you on social media, where they can hear your music. 
Yeah, absolutely. So you can hear my music if you look up product on any platform. Um, if you want, if you like what you hear, you can come and say hi on social media. My handle is hi, I'm product on just about everything. So come and say hi. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Um, I love, I love chatting with the listeners. Um, I think that's like the best part about making music is like seeing how other people react. So do say hi. Don't be a stranger. Nice. Um, thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your day to uh, talk with me for a little while. I have enjoyed this absolutely immensely. And uh, when you when you drop the EPs, uh, come on back by and we'll talk about them. Yes, I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yes, I'm keen to see you again soon. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.